After two solid weeks of podcasting, Ned and Josh are on holidays. It's now time for the Ned and Josh Holly Potty. Welcome in to the Ned and Josh Holly Potty for another day. Uh, Ned, how are you going? Very well, thank you, mate. How are you doing in I'm, Canberra? I'm good. You're still in Tasmania, and you seemingly your your temporary housemate, as your friend, has taken the insulting of the camera setup that I did yesterday seriously, and you now have a pink backdrop uh, and some lighting. It's well, it's fantastic. If anyone would like to go back and see the video we posted yesterday about uh, my pretty lackluster background, you can see in the background he has dishes and stuff. So I think he was like, why did you set up there? That's <laughs> I, If you want help, ask for help. And I so made now, it quite I'm clear to nice him. He, he messaged me and I made it quite clear to him that the, the problem lied with your framing of yes. his house, not yes. his house. Yeah, Every corner of his house can't be as exciting as the studio. But mm. now I'm like in a very nicely uh, lit room. I feel... I didn't know that I had this option the entire time. If you've seen none of it, it's worth a chuckle uh, at the Ned and Josh Instagram right now. But Ned, today, I've got to just basically say to you that this is the second last one we're doing before you're back in Canberra. So yeah. what have you been doing with your time? What are- um, I've had uh, a slightly... Well, it's not really me as much as it's my family, but my sister has had a pretty awful allergic reaction to something. Oh, God. I don't know if she was bitten by something, but she has essentially gone into like anaphylactic shock. So That's not good. No, it's actually been very scary. So I also, wanting to spend time with my sister, I was like, well, you just kind of probably want to chill on the couch. Can mm. I just come and hang out? And so yesterday, Till and I just had a brother-sister day where... We made nachos and just uh, watched TV. Um, we started with Big Mouth, and then I don't know if you've ever tried to watch that with someone you're related to. It's odd, yeah. Odd, yeah. odd. Mm-hmm. As much as you want to be like, ah, I'm a cool guy, I don't really care about this kind of stuff. But at a certain, they really push the envelope, and you're like, alrighty, this is yep. fine, this is good. Um, after a while, I was like, what do you want to watch? You're sick, you're going through it. She put Can't me on that to... wasn't your first question. Well, I can't believe you've got a sister that's having an allergic reaction to something. You don't even know what it is yet. It's yeah. bad enough, though, that she's staying at home and you don't let her pick what you watch. She wasn't around. She was, like, going out and having a shower or scratching herself to the point <laughs> where she's bleeding. Hospital, going to hospital, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I just put on big mouth and then she came and sat down and I said, this cannot be our only option. Your selfishness knows no bounds. No, my TV boredom knows no bounds. And yesterday I find, found the ultimate remedy to that. Now, I don't know if this is going to continue on in my regular life, but my sister and I sat down and watched over two, under four hours of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, that stuff happens so accidentally and so quickly. Like, I, you, yeah, yeah, I'd mm-hmm. be lying if I wasn't invested. I yeah, care, I, yeah, yeah. I care mm-hmm. so much about these women, but then I've come to find out that Tilly's not like just going, oh, well. To me, it seems like a show you just kind of jump in wherever you want. It's like yeah. skipping rope. You just sort of get in and get out wherever you want. But no, my sister's watching it from the beginning. So she's up to season eight, which is in like 2011 or 10 or something. What? So Yeah, 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 yeah. It was sort of like watching Entourage a little bit. I would have bit. thought there was only like eight seasons now. No, there's like 15, 16, oh, 17. Wow. Look, I don't know. I, this is where I need to get to, but um, I'm in. I mean, you're, but okay. So you're climbing the entire mountain of that show, and you might even be only a quarter of the way up. That's I, insane. By thirty, there's no way I'm up to date. So I think I just <laughs> need to like cut my losses. My favorite was uh, Erica Jane, if yep. that means anything to anyone. No, Loved Erica not, not Jane. Not to me, but yeah. Uh, least favorite, which will come as no surprise to anyone who knows what I'm talking about, because I think she's purposely the villain. But Dorit, Dorit okay. is now, no see, good. This is what's this is what's so dangerous with what you're doing right now, because I've watched a lot of Selling Sunset. 
yeah. with Carrie. And the, the thing here is you're talking about season eight. Yeah. You're talking about people who are heroes and villains. And by the current season, which is what people who are actually fans are watching, could be completely different. Like, so, could be so different. I had to sort of have the concept explained to me. Essentially, you just got to get dropped in and out of the main cast. Like, if okay. you're doing well and you're mm-hmm. interesting and there's drama, great. If not, you slowly, like, stop being invited to lunches and maybe the <laughs> girls forget to invite you to brunch. And then before you know it, you're not in the main credits and there's a new person named... Camille, she was the one yep. who's. I'm confident saying that I don't like Dorit because there's no. She was like two episodes off from getting cut. Everyone was over her. Everyone was done with her. It's you such a, like, it's such to, like a it's such a mean girl's way of losing your job. And I wish yeah. I had no experience with that. But at the end of the day, it is also a little bit tough, you know, to think that this is exactly how TV contracts are working. Exactly right. Now, uh, I think you know Vanderpump Rules. Mm. The, uh, the woman from that Lisa Vanderpump was in it. Yep. She's uh, a instigator, to put it politely. Oh, wow. She okay. does yep. not mind stirring the pot at all. But I was explained to me by Ruby and Tilly, she's too rich to kick off the show. Like she, <laughs> she brings too. She's awful, but she brings way too much to the plate, which I love. <laughs> Essentially, everyone's just anytime she gets into a fight, it gets maybe four lines in dialogue down, and then they go, "Yeah, you know what? You're right," because she pulls all the strings, and I loved it. It was like watching The Godfather a little bit. But I will say, if you ever like god i feel like i'm just getting into fights and i'm like maybe a bit stubborn or whatever and you'd like to feel a bit better about yourself watch the real housewives of beverly hills these human beings have zero negotiation skills like (laughs) they're like why did you say this at this dinner and by the way the thing was never said so this should be as easy as oh i didn't say that i'm sorry and we can check the tapes i didn't say that i was gonna say that's what i love about these reality shows so much they end in all-out brawls where it could be like guys we're filming all of this like just go and ask a producer to check what i said two days ago the amount of times people like i don't i I never i swear on my children i have (laughs) never said that and then they cut to the exact clip of them going yeah i hate her i hate her i actually don't understand why she's on this show and i'm like (laughs) Oh my god, what's happening? But I loved it. God, I loved it. (laughs) Yeah, you are a messy b****, there's no doubt about it. (laughs) So Ned, a bit of sport news, which is not what this podcast is traditionally known for. but uh, Almost never, but go on. David Warner's looking to retire from Test Cricket. Um, That's big news. I know who he is and I know what sport that is, so off to a good start. You know what sport Test Cricket is? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. I said the name of the sport. Yeah, great. And I know what it is. Yeah, you bat and you get out, six and stuff. I get it. It's great. Wicket keeper. Good. <laughs> Anything else? Do I you need can't... any further explanation on what cricket is? You really haven't I kicked can't into do it better. I really can't stress how much you haven't kicked into 2024 if you're patting yourself on the back for going, I know what sport it is when I said the name of the sport. <laughs> yeah, but like, I just get its vibe. I actually have no idea about cricket either. I just know the words. <laughs> I know how to lie. <laughs> okay. Um, so David Warner retiring from Test Cricket yeah. uh, he, very, very soon. He's lost a bag on a Qantas flight that is, well, it's an important bag because it contains his baggy green. Now, he's not happy about it, uh, obviously going missing. I... Could not stress at all how how big of a time this is for airlines. Like this is yeah. peak Thunderdome time. Like everybody's traveling for holidays. They must be beyond stressed. This is in in defense of airlines, which is a rare thing we'll do on this podcast. This is not what they need right now. One of Australia's biggest sports stars going, you've lost my bag, and it had something incredibly sentimental in it. Do you think that they put in extra effort if it's like, this will make news if we lose this I bag? I think so. Yeah, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I think so too. And I think that maybe there was, 
it said like uh, they thought it said like David Water or something, and they were mm. like eh, whatever, and they're like, oh my god, this guy's looking to get out of the sport. And we've lost one of his last bag of greens. Just ridiculous. Do you Could think I- that they could convince him? I guess they would have to be in cahoots with like Cricket Australia or whatever because mm. they would need the official makers. But do you think that? I guess it's all the other stuff in his bag, but it's they not a just go- ha- it's hand a, yeah, him it's another a, one back. It's not a goldfish situation. You're not going to be able to go, <laughs> hey, we just replaced it. Like, that's not going to happen. Look, we um, lost everything else in your bag, but look what we found. It's like, but, that's not mine then. <laughs> I would say that the more interesting thing here for me personally is that he's posted this on Instagram, basically saying, look, this is a last resort. If anybody out there has stolen this, like, this is incredibly sentimental. I'd be very happy to get it back, all that kind of stuff. Um, the stuff that celebrities do when they lose things. You know, you yeah. go on Instagram and see those posts a bit. Uh, another notable personality uh, has commented underneath David Warner's photo. Mm. And that's actually what I want to read you right now. Uh, Chappelle Corby has oh, commented... No, 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 no. <laughs> Qantas, well, do I have a story for you. No. With her, with her no. comment being liked 9,000 times at this, present. Yeah. The, by the way, that all of that was my impression of David Warner at the moment. <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone. No, that was that's the Qantas Qantas people going. Oh no, 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 no. This is getting worse. Oh, imagine, no. imagine if Chappelle yeah. was actually like David got in contact with her completely innocently and went, "Well, no, I'd like to hear the story. What's, What's the story? story?" And she's like, "Well, I was on a flight to Adelaide the other day, and I left my headphones in the overhead compartment. It's got nothing to do yeah. with what everyone <laughs> thinks it's got to do with." You, unfortunately for Chappelle. You never get plain stories. No, nah, there's you no stories the ever again. You have the one. <laughs> I just want to quickly ask you a question, and I don't know how you're going to answer this question or what what your views are going to be. But um, the movie that came out last year, Gran Turismo. Um, wh- what are your yeah. thoughts on it? Did you hear anything about it? What What do you think? It was confusing to me from concept to release. I didn't understand why or who it was for because they got like. I've, I would assume yeah, stop. It would that's, be, enough. Like, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Did, did you actually go I and see it? I didn't know who it was for. Did nah. you go and see it? Nope. Nope. And you had what? Did you hear bad things about it? Did you sort of go, oh, I don't know if it's, it's any good or. It looked bad to me, but I've not heard anything about it since it came out. Before I'd made the judgment, I'm like, not going to go and watch this one. But So I would say I thought it was bad. I, Have you seen it? I watched it last night. I watched it last night with Carrie and the Why? boys. And it makes so less sense for you to watch it. Can I just say quickly, it was delightful. Uh, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, really, I really thought it was a good movie. And this is what I had heard nothing but bad things either. And yeah. I was, But I was in. I wanted to see it because it's apparently based on a true story of this race car driver who was a sim driver, learned how to be like a race car driver from Gran Turismo and then got yeah. put into a real car. And then I've, as I started watching the movie, I'm like, I know about this guy. This is a true story. I actually yeah. have heard about this before and then it was just super interesting it was a super interesting movie and it's led me to a new revelation a new decision that i am here to tell you i've made are you mm. ready for it yep is this a 2024 like this is a 2024 resolution yeah. resolution or just sort of change of mind nah, resolution okay i am not reading or paying any attention to reviews of movies anymore none mm, really None. No, none whatsoever. I'm going to judge everything based on whether I want to see it, yeah. and then I'm going to go and see it, and if I enjoy it, I enjoy it, and I think that's what we should all do. Do you have any desire to see Wonka? No. 
Apparently, it's incredible. Apparently, yeah, see, it's amazing. That's what I'm, but that's what I mean. I'm basing it on whether I want to see yeah, it. And okay. as, as handsome as Timothy Chalamet is, I have yeah. no interest in seeing it. No yeah. interest in seeing it. Have you... Uh, look, I really like this because it's. I like not going in with any kind of preconceived idea and just enjoying it purely on like your experiences yep. and what you enjoy. And like, hey, I just had fun during this. Um, have you seen or heard anything about the movie Saltburn? <laughs> I knew Jacob that's Alordi exactly what you were going to ask and, uh, me. Barry Keogh? I have seen everything there is to see about the movie Saltburn without having watched the movie Saltburn. So I- I'm not going to go into any of it. <laughs> By the way, if you want to. I did. My, producer Michael did. We both uh, have been left astounded <laughs> by what they can put on camera. Um, See, I thought this was. I thought this was all internet hype when I was reading about all the various things that happened. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm worried about. That movie also should almost should come with a warning, which was given to me by the internet by going, "You are going to be shocked by what you see," and I went, "Eh, whatever." And boy, oh boy, was I shocked by what I saw. You know, it's a good point. I'm worried you're going in blind and not knowing these bad things instead of these good things. There is a very big difference between sitting to watch Gran Turismo with the boys and Saltburn. (laughs) Maybe you do need to look into movies a little bit before you just lock them in. Honestly, the rating should kind of give it away. It's it's MA for everything you could be rated MA for. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of days ago, um, just because trying to find stuff to do in Launceston uh, is not always the easiest thing to do. Uh, yep. Me and a couple of my friends went that, to the uh, bowl, Tourism bowls Tasmania thing's going to fall through if you keep saying stuff like yeah. that. And look, honestly, give me things to say then. Cause after Stop telling the, the truth. Yeah. Stop telling the truth. After the gorge and like... <laughs> City Park, there's monkeys there. That's stop kind of exciting. Stop it, stop it, stop it. I love Launceston, by the so way. So you went, you went to play yeah. lawn bowls with your friends. Let's just I get went back to play lawn bowls with my friends. None of them over... One of them 30. None of them over 30, though. We were mm-hmm. all pretty young. Um, went down there. We were the youngest people, I'd say, probably by about... And being generous, 20 years. It was a, okay. it was a bit of yep. an old crowd down there. Um we were having a crack, but we were also there to drink, pretty much. We were not there for the sport of bowls. Ah, we were there barefoot to... bowls action. Yep, fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. It's a nice sunny day. We were like, let's have a few bevies, and also the bowls is free. So, great. Let's also do that as well. Um, two lanes, or whatever you... Would you call it a lane, or like two... Greens? Rows? Two gr- well, it's the same green, though. It's just two rows down from us. I have no idea. This is it. If I want to get more involved in it, which I don't, I need to know these lingo. This lingo, <laughs> yeah, but mm-hmm. um, you know, exactly crackerjack with all of this stuff. Two aisles down from us, there was, um, I'll say like over seventy like blokes. They were like old dudes who loved. So bowls. wait, just because the way you spoke then was stupid. Over seventy people or guys no. over seventy. About five or six guys over 70. There we not go. One, Thank you. Not yep. one of them. If they would have been like, oh, mate, I'm 65. I'd have been like, show me your birth certificate. No way. <laughs> you no wouldn't offense. even accept a photo ID. You'd need no to way. see the original birth certificate. Yep. Bring me the doctor who probably doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> but bring me the doctor who signed this. Who's definitely yeah. dead. Yeah. I need some kind of police check because I don't believe you're under 70. No shade to them, but if they try to lie to me like yep. that, I wouldn't okay. have believed yep. it. Um, as I mentioned... We were, we were there to drink, and bowls mm-hmm. were a, a second part of it. The old blokes, uh, I don't think, really saw how many maybe we'd had, uh, and were more seeing how badly we're playing bowls, and loved it. Like loved, loved how bad you loved, were at it. Yeah, loved being the king of the green. Like these yeah. guys were just like nailing these shots. They started getting a bit because we were having a bit of fun with them, and we were going like, "Geez, how do you do that?" And so eventually they got a bit confident. And they were like, "Hey." 
they'd see us bowl and go, you know, it's actually meant to stay on the green, boys. <laughs> and they were like, you aim for the jack, boys. It's not for whatever you want. We're not yeah. playing. Uh, we're not bowling out here. That's I was like, great. That is some great gear up. from the from the lads. Fantastic. I. Uh, don't hang my hat on how good I am at lawn bowls. So yeah. I was happy mm-hmm. to take whatever they were giving me. And I was even happier with seeing how happy they were. Oh, I would have made their, yeah, well, their year. I mean, it's only a couple of days in, but yeah, for sure. Oh. This is this is a highlight. This is absolutely a highlight. Yeah, I thought you were going to say they've only got a couple left. And I said, mate, they're not that old, all right? I didn't <laughs> hang say on, hang on. I would... <laughs> <laughs> I've made one of their last few years. Now, <laughs> I... <laughs> what's wrong with you? Heaps of stuff. But what's not wrong with me is that I have, if I have no problem in being beaten by mm. uh, the elderly at sports, here is where my service comes in. If you have a nan, a pop, a grandma, grandpa, whatever you call them, a mima, a gam gam, yeah, uh, and you think that they could use like a little bit more of a pep in their step. You come to me. I don't even know if I do it for money. Maybe I just do it for the love of the game and I just enjoy seeing old people happy. But um, tell me where they'll be and what they'll be doing and I'll go there without your like without their knowledge. You'll tell me, obviously, and I'll just go and suck at whatever it is next to them, essentially making them go like, ah, look, at this look at this guy. He's like, what, 27, 28, 29? I actually forgot how old I was there for a second. Um, and look at him. I'm, 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 I'm absolutely smoking this guy at bowling yeah. or at uh, crochet or at uh, dominoes or mahjong or something like that. That's I'm so happy lovely. to lose at all of these so things. so lovely. It's such a nice service that you're offering there and such a massive relief that you didn't go down the path of money to make old people happy that I thought you were going down. I was going to be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Well, let's see how good I am at it first. Maybe there's people like, <laughs> if you see a direct correlation with how longer these people are living, I'll take 50 bucks. Why not? It's always an undercurrent of awful, isn't there? There's always, yeah. it's always no. an undercurrent of... Uh. That should be the slogan for the show. An undercurrent of awful. Uh. <laughs> Big thank you to the team from Go Boat for sponsoring today's podcast again, the Holly Potty Edition. We are going to have $200 Go Boat vouchers to give away on Monday's podcast. The full till podcast returns Monday, and that is going to be happening. Um, we probably should comment on the fact that that's going to be happening. You're flying in on Sunday. What if flights are delayed and stuff, which is a very real possibility? And it always happens. Look, I've accounted for this. I'm leaving here at 10.30 and I should get in at 1.30 p.m. So, like... No, I look forward I to recording... I look forward to recording the podcast at 1.30 a.m. As that's... We're going to do the first of a live podcast. I'll just do it from the airport, like a toilet. Well, probably not the <laughs> yeah. toilet. That'll be pretty sus that I'm just, like, talking to myself in a stall and also Maniacally giggling when no one can hear what else you're doing. Yeah, that's not... <laughs> and, uh, I don't know where in the airport I would do it. I'd have to probably do it out near the smokers who would all... Yeah. That's not where I want to do it either. So, look, I also need to pick my dog up on Monday. I've given myself so much leeway that I don't think that I'm... I probably don't know if I'll get home on Sunday. So, I'm picking Lenny up Monday morning. That's how little faith I have in whatever airline I'm flying with. I was going to say, it is probably time for the airlines of Australia to take a look at themselves if people don't even plan stuff for the day of their flight. Because they're not just not sure. Not sure nope. if I'm going to get there. Not even like, oh, like I'm meant to get in at 11, at 1.30. It's not like, hey, do you want to go for beers at 3? It's like, I don't know if I'll be there before midnight to collect my dog, so keep you them go overnight. Beers, do you want to go for beers two days after you're supposed to arrive? Then that gives us plenty of time. 
don't know if I'll land, don't know where I'll be, don't know where I'll be delayed, don't know how many hotels I'll pay for by then, but no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, now that's over. Let me ask you to please follow Ned and Josh on socials and come back next time. 